Blog Talk Radio. of the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Happy Friday. Happy June. Can you believe it's like halfway? The year is almost halfway done. Yep. Say that too loud. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. Getting closer to Donald Trump coming back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh-uh. please don't say that. Yeah, you just ruined it. That's what I'd rather hear. That's uh, your boy. Uh, That's your boy. I can't mm-hmm. even think about it. All right. Well, we've got a topic for what's on our mind tonight. They're talking about all this stuff about going to other planets and establishing uh, living quarters for people to be able to live and stuff. So they're talking about populating the moon. So I'm just wondering how y'all feel about that. Would you be down to move? If they say, uh, okay, we got condos, houses, whatever, set up on the moon, you ready to move, Papa Didi? No, not me. I'll I'll watch and see what happens. (laughs) Well, let me go to Kettle first. Second, Kettle, what do you think? If they set up where we can live on the they, moon. Um, I thought they were talking about Venus also. They going to yeah. explore up there, but we're gonna talk about that later I guess. But the moon Um, I'm not ready for that. I'm just not ready for that. <laughs> I like it here on Earth. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready. Yeah. I don't think I'm ready to pack up and move. But I am curious, if they get it set up, who are they trying to send to the moon? Do you think it's going to be optional? I'm just wondering, are they trying to send some people to the moon? They trying to tell us something? I don't know. I don't know. Is this another trick to get rid of some folks? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what you think, Papa? What's your take on it? I just, you know, that, that to me, that's just talking rhetoric, and I don't even know what rich person's putting it out there, but we got troubles with infrastructure and bridges and everything right here in, in America. How are we going to just orbit up and forget about all the stuff we got going on here, all the racial issues and crap going on, can't get laws passed, and what are we going to do? We're just going to fly up in orbit and forget about everything going on down here. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It just seems like a, a, a long process. I mean, it take an hour to, for the Property Brothers to put together a crib <laughs> on TV. So how long is it going to take to put the moon in perspective? I don't, you know, I don't know. All right, so we're in agreement. We're not trying to relocate. It's not going to uh, be in our life. No way. 
No. Oh, I no. Don't well, so. you know, Trump started that new branch of the military with the Space Force, which I never hear anything else about since then. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll keep it moving. What you got on the yeah. uh, rundown for this week, Kettle? Oh, I'm ready to get into it. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments about what we're talking about, this crazy crap we're talking about this right now, hit us up, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Of course. All right. Run down. Our hot topics for tonight. We got some good ones, too. Um, Derek Chauvin's lawyer seeks probation. Also, Germany to pay $1 billion billion with a B in reparations to African countries. Also, NFL ends practice of race norming of black players. Um, our hidden and quitted headlines, Asheville Police released list of calls officers would no longer respond to. Also, convicted killers, family raises thousands for Governor B4 pardon. And um, FDA says uh, to avoid eating Cicadas if you're allergic to seafood. Really? Um, hmm. Bob um, Baffert gets two year Churchill down suspension over scandal. That's the horse man. Um, also, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are building a $1 billion nuclear reactor. And NASA picked two missions to explore Venus the first in decades. A cocktail of the week, one last midnight. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. Of course, we got to lighten it up. China tries to keep elephant herd out of city of 7 million. Man, also man charged after a confrontation over drone with sex toy. And airline uses wheel whackers to get rid of rattlesnakes and scorpions. Wow. I'm just saying we're red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, the kissing list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous pajama party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to a John Party One. He was Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time to fire up the hot topics. What you got on the front burner, Kettle? Wow, this is a hot one, too. Y'all got me this BS shit right here, but it's okay. <laughs> Y'all got me cussing already, but it's okay. Uh-oh. Check this out. Uh... Derek Chauvin's attorney has filed a motion requesting that a Minnesota judge only sentence him to probation and time served 
arguing that a police officer's life expectancy is shorter than a civilian. Mm, really? This this motion was filed on Wednesday. This comes roughly three weeks ahead of uh, Chauvin's sentence of hearing. The former officer faces up to 40 years in prison because of the George Floyd, you know, murder. Um, he goes on to say Chauvin's age weighs in his favor when determining a sentence. Um, the life expectancy of a police officer is generally shorter, and police officers have a significantly higher average probability of death from specific diseases than did males in the general population. Um, he has been primarily diagnosed with heart damage and may likely die at a younger age, like many ex-law um, enforcement officers. So the judge, Peter um, Cahill, found a longer sentence was warranted on the following grounds. This is why he should stay in there. Chauvin abused his authority during the killing. He killed Floyd in the presence of children as young as nine. Floyd wow. was particularly vulnerable while handcuffed. Um, also, Chauvin uh, treated Floyd with particularly cruelty, and the other officers on scene acted as a group. So, uh, yeah, that's enough for me. Um Mm-mm-mm. Goes on to say Nelson is now asking Cahill to reverse that finding and impose a lower than average sentence and only send Chauvin to the time he already served. Are you serious? And so he's um uh, he's uh, scheduled to be sentenced on June 25th. So I think we really closely need to look at this bullshit. I'm gonna say it. Um, what do you guys think? Come on, red wine. Come on, Papa. Jump in. <laughs> I I have right? never, never heard anything about police officers having a shorter life expectancy. I, I'm just I haven't heard it. Yeah, have you heard anything on that one, Papa Didi? No, I haven't. No. So where I don't know where his lawyer is coming up with all of this crap, but to say that he should get probation based on time already served. So basically he wants him to just walk away because he already has a heart condition. Please, please give me a break with that. I don't even know how his lawyer had had the audacity to even put that in writing or speak it, whichever way he presented that. He should be disbarred for that. Yeah, and he also, um, he, he mentions also, too, this is like maybe like his first offense or something. Um, the lawyer argued he is not in quote-unquote average offender because he led a, a hard-working, law-abiding life and had no criminal um, history of uh, prior you know, record, criminal uh, record. So, well, yeah, up until um, he brutally but, murdered somebody. Right. I mean, that might give him some leniency. I can see that, but um, the BS that you've given us now, um, no, no, I just don't understand it. What's your take? No, I, I don't see. Quiet, I don't see any leniency. So I'll, I'll stop talking. <laughs> no. <laughs> this really is pissing me off now. I agree. What you got to say, Papa Diddy? Right. Yeah. Well, for 
first of all, the lawyer has nothing to lose, so he's going to throw anything out there to bring any kind of distractions or plant any kind of bug he can in the judge's head. You know, I mean, you're first guided by what's called sentencing guidelines, and sentencing guidelines takes all that into account as far as your situation of, uh, you know, you didn't have any prior offenses and when I don't think they worry about your damn age or nothing like that, mm-hmm. you know. But but the fact whether or not you had any, well, he didn't have any other charges because he was a police officer. So, therefore, he was able to avoid and evade, and he wasn't in that particular. He was always on the other side of the, the law as opposed to being on the wrong side of the law. He was a police officer being protected under those particular situations, even when he did unlawful stuff in the past, which he has. He's been cited on a lot of things. So I think a lot of taking account of what, 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 what goes on with everything. I mean, I think people shouldn't get their hopes up too much for too long of a sentence because I don't know how un, unrest is going to be on either side. You know, they're going, they're going to take all that in consideration. The judges, the mayor, and everybody in the city is going to get together and feel like, you know, what can we do to save the city or save the people or balance out or, you know, all that's going to be taken in consideration. So, but right now the lawyer is just throwing stuff out there. He's just throwing t- tricks in the air and hoping it does a flip and a spin and, and somebody tap, you know, the more, the more uh, levels of um, doubt or reasonable doubt that he can put out there, put in the air, that's the defense attorney's, you know, job to keep everybody guessing, keep everybody under suspense, keeping it from the cut and dry level of life, you know. Anyway, that's just my take on that. He should get yeah. the maximum sentence. Yeah, I agree with you. He's just throwing stuff in the air and just see if, if yeah. the judge is going to catch it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So. Like when you throw you sharp pencils and that drop. <laughs> you do what? When you throw sharp pencils up at a drop ceiling, you know, oh. like, I don't know if you've ever done that before. You sharpen pencils real sharp, and throw them up at a drop right. ceiling, and they kind of go through the little right. foam. Oh. Anyway. No, I've never done that. You should try it. It's fun. Oh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. Right. But if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306, and press 1 to get in the queue. So, um, you know. Hey, give us some conversation tonight. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to get me some sharp pencils and find a drop ceiling. Now I want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Might be right, what you stress, huh? Yeah, really. After that case. Um, speaking of atrocities, this one is about in Germany, well, not in Germany, but what Germany is doing. After uh, all these years have gone by, Germany is now giving reparations to the African country of Namibia. They're going to pay Namibia a billion, with a B, a billion dollars in reparations. Uh, And Namibia is in the southern part of Africa. And this is after Germany is saying that they are formally recognizing that Germany's colonial troops committed genocide at the beginning of the 20th century. Now, this story was originally reported by the Wall Street Journal, and they were saying that it took a little over six years, but Germany Germany finally admitted that their troops, this is unbelievable, their troops murdered 
tens of thousands of the Herero and the Nama people in Namibia to push their white supremacy. So I guess because the people fought back uh, from those two tribes in Herero and Nama, that's N-A-M-A, those two groups of people in Namibia fought back, and Germany just killed them. This started wiping people out. They killed tens of thousands of people. Now, this happened not that far back. This was in 1904, between 1904 and 1908. Unbelievable. And this happened before the Nazis came to be. So this white supremacy thing that uh, that Germany was pushing preceded the whole Nazi movement with Hitler. I was just astonished when I found out about this and was reading this information. So apparently the German colonizers fought against these native Africans who were defending their homes from being taken over. And the German empirical forces, which of course were better equipped, they killed and drove the people out into the desert without water, without food, and thousands of people died in German concentration camps where the inmates either starved to death, were beaten to death, or were worked to death. And they estimated that three-quarters of the Herero tribe and half of the Nama tribe were completely wiped out. That is what is genocide, by definition. So in 2004, 100 years later, the former developer minister, I'm not even going to try to get his name right, last name Zeul, Z-E-U-L, talked about the incident asking the tribes for forgiveness. Now, this is 100 years later. Someone from Germany was reaching out to these tribes, what's remaining of the tribes, the descendants, asking for forgiveness, but the German government made a point of saying he's speaking for himself. He's not speaking on behalf of the German government. But now... Six years later, after that, well, seven years later, because that was in 2004, Germany is now saying, okay, we admit it. We did it. We were wrong. We're going to pay 1.1 billion euros, or that turns out to be about $1.3 billion, to developing projects and reconstruction. So they're not just going to cut them a check. They still, it sounds to me like they're still trying to control the money in some kind of way. They're talking about money to develop projects and reconstruction and basically to try to rebuild what they destroy. So if you want more information on it, look it up. But I just thought that was just astonishing that this happened. And I don't know about you guys, but I never heard about this. Now who's paying who now? Give me that again. Germany is paying Namibia. Okay. A little over a billion dollars, one point three, to to try to reconstruct some projects and things of this nature. Interesting. That'd be a good story to follow too. Yeah, one of the descendants of the tribe who was um, he's a descendant of one of the famous leaders. Tim Frederick. He's the great grandson of legendary Nama fighter Cornelius Frederick. He said that his great grandfather died in a concentration camp 
in the colonial port of Luteritz in 1907. He said that his great-grandfather's head was severed along with hundreds of other heads, and the heads were shipped to Germany for white supremacy research. I'm done. What the hell is wrong with these damn people? What the hell are they doing? It's a sickness. White supremacy is a sickness, and people who subscribe to it are sick. So for them to have severed the head... It's bad enough that you murdered these people, drove them from their land, treated them like less than human, but to then cut their heads off and send them back to Germany for white supremacist studies. You know, this takes me back to that scene, if you saw that movie Django Unchained. There was a scene when Leonardo DiCaprio's character, who was a slave owner, had a skull of a black man that he was sitting there at the table and he was talking about how he held this skull and how they examined it and something about checking for brain capacity and how the the slaves had less brain capacity, some crazy stuff, because that's what they have to believe. In order to believe you are supreme, you have to believe that everybody else is not. So, anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox, but, whew. That's some deep stuff. That's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. You know, like the, the the topics that we talk about, it's like things I've never heard of. And it's interesting to see other things going on in different countries. Because, you know, we're not the only you know, uh, country that's, that's things are going on. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. We're not the only of anything. Yeah, you're right. We're That's not true. the only of anything. Yeah, I, me. I, I think America likes to think that we have some type of uh, onlyness about us, but uh, we're just as fucked up as anybody else, But uh, just to put it out there bluntly. But, but, you know, let me just comment on that last story there. One thing that I can appreciate is the fact that there is some restitution going on, which is something that black Americans has never gotten in the same particular time frame that they're talking about, not to mention Tulsa and things like that. I mean, you know, restitution is just what it is, restitution. But uh, when the mayor of Tulsa is talking about how we don't have the money and all this other bullshit, first of all, your little cheap-ass job as mayor, you ain't got no fucking power, no way. So the money won't be coming out of your damn pocket. We need to get some government money, some real money, some money from the mint that's being made and given to us, not 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 the mayor to, you know, so for him to act like he's representing, he, he's only on, on borrowed time as far as his election will hold him in his office. But getting back to that situation there, see, the one thing people got to realize, and I just want everybody to understand this, time is the time has not moved that fast, okay? And I say that because I'm from an older family, you know. I'm from a family of nine individuals, you know, my mother was born in 29. My father was born in 1924. So, therefore, I've had parents born in the middle and the end of the 20s, which me, and they were the youngest of their family. So all my uncles on both my mother and father's side was older than my parents. So I had uncles that was born in, in you know, 1919 and things like that, and they were living people that I've seen all the way up until the 70s and 80s before they passed away. 
So, you know, stuff, and we say stuff, this happened in 1904. Stop thinking it was ancient time. That wasn't ancient time. No, you see, when we talk about ago. the person that was connected to it was somebody's great-grandfather. Great-grandfather does not go that far back. So stop thinking that we talk about Roman days with, with naked statues in stone. You know, the early 1900s, I mean, you know, Abraham Lincoln was the was the president in 1860. 1860. That's only 40 years before the early 1900s, before some people's parents was born. So this stuff was not that long ago. Even to the young people listening, stop thinking that the early 1900s was ancient time. It was not, and it is not. So I'm glad for the restitution is being served. And see, a lot of things are being on that situation is being restitution comes about because it becomes full circle. The chickens come home to roost. People mm-hmm. start knowing people, families, new people. Everybody starts to realize that this person knew that person who knew that person knew that person, you know, six, seven, five, four degrees of separation. And that makes people realize, well, damn, I knew such and such who knew such and such. And now people's hands are tied in Germany. They just said, "Look, let's just let's just you know, let's yeah. just pay this off let's to get this over." With. So, and, and thank goodness they did that because I tell you, black folks are so damn due for restitution, and you know we can't get we don't want revenge, we want restitution, and we our heads been beat against the wall, and we never went after revenge, never during the ages of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, we never went after revenge. It was always nonviolent. What the hell? Turn the other cheek. We never wanted revenge, but we never can get restitution. So what the hell's left? Anyway, I'll leave that alone. All right, let's go to the lines before we go to you, Papa Dini. And I, and All right, I hello, caller. Caller, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, I think I'm going to put them back on hold. We've butted out. Okay. All right, Papa Dini, what you got for us? They butt dialed us. <laughs> okay, uh, this is about the NFL. Uh, they're ending the practice that uh, that assures the black players have a lower uh, um, a lower function of uh, brain power, so to speak. This, this is the reason why they're saying that they're when it comes to the whole situation with uh, you know brain damage in football, mm-hmm. where the scientists said that. Uh, Different different people are, you know, coming up. And a lot of retired, um, what's it called, STC, mm-hmm. or the term they use for it. A lot of a lot of black players that are retired are putting in for these different claims of this here. And the NFL is saying that they were saying that the blacks have a lower level of uh, restraint when it comes to brain power. So they're going to get, you know, they're going to get the STC earlier. I guess maybe I don't know whether it's to balance out the lawsuits. Or all this jazz. But it seems that whenever black folks are involved in some, it's some kind of excuse on whatever. NFL know that the football game is a very violent sport, and we've we've lost people like Junior Sehai and different different players out here that have killed themselves. Even a gentleman that that killed the people up in Boston uh, to play for the Patriots. And they checked oh, his yeah, when he that. checked his brain, found that he was all messed up uh, with the whole brain situation. So, but the whole thing in a nutshell, this story here. Is saying that the NFL is constantly putting these players on hold, saying that y'all brains, uh, you know, you guys were 
avid avid uh, people for dementia and stuff like that anyway. You know what I mean? So they're so saying black people are more prone? They're more prone to get dementia or have a brain that's not as uh, as than other races they're saying. Not, they're not saying than white people. But my take on the whole thing, just to make a long story short, is that the, the NFL is majority black, okay? So therefore, the biggest problems in there medical-wise is going to be black people. So if you have a sport that is predominantly black, and you have a black, a high level of black people applying for this particular restitution for this illness, then why are you surprised? And why are you trying to throw something on the back burner to say that blacks are more prone to have a softer brain or a weaker brain? Because that's just how their DNA is made up. But when when it's already predominantly black, so who else you think is going to be applying for this stuff? But the NFL is saying that they're apologizing now that, you know, we're going to back off saying that blacks got weak brains and all that. And it's just a mess. Oh, and we're talking about people like Tony Dorsett and all kinds of people that, that are filing different lawsuits and now they're retired. So very interesting situation. I mean, football, as much as we love it, as much as we're being entertained by it, it's very dangerous, very short-lived. And the people that manage to get out of it early or manage to, because some people are quitting every year. I'm quitting, you know. Some people just back off of it because of the violence of it. So it it has a, a catch-22 situation. As entertaining as it can be, you know, you can also be real short-lived with if you get hit the right way. So we'll stay tuned for this story to see what the NFL is doing as far as keeping paying these retired players for their problems with their uh, brain damage and all that jazz. Wow. Anyway. I, I, I'm speechless. This goes back to what I was just saying about this whole white supremacy thing. Yeah, Sinatic trying to make it like the black players are yeah, your brain somehow, was, you know, have something a pre, pre-existing. Yeah, your brain was muffed up from the beginning. Exactly. So. Like you just have a different, uh, some kind of like a, a deformity mm-hmm. almost that makes you more prone to get that kind of injury. You know what? I'm putting the NFL on the kiss it list. Okay. Yeah, well. But then, ah. but then too, was messing up their money also. As far as the black players, they were getting less, um, you know, money for, um, I guess, injuries or uh, whatever you call it, than the white. So yes, here somehow. again, we're always. We're, I'm sorry. Yeah. How does stuff break down on the racial level? I'll never understand. I mean, what what is that about? How did that even come into play? How did they even break it down like that? I mean, you know, I, I think it's about sickness. greed too. It's, yeah, it's but, about greed, which only goes but so far. I mean, greed and everything, everything like that, only goes but so far. We live in such a short life that the things you do in your life, you. You account for it at some point when your when your demise comes about. You know you you just you know you get woke up eventually. You know I don't think nobody gets away with anything in the long run. But all right, anyway, well, if you want to join the conversation? Give us a call at nine one four eight zero three four three zero six and press one. We're gonna take a quickie break and we're coming back because we've got more on the hit it and quit it headlines. On the Pajama Party Show.
Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass. Goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa DD myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too. All right, welcome back to John Party. My name is Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, Sly Darling. All right, it's time to hit them and quit them. What you got, Papa Didi? All right, I got the last story and the first story on the second uh, segment here. I'm not getting paid enough to get all this work. Anyway, uh, let's <sighs> see. Asheville uh, Police. Now, this is a deep story also. The Asheville Police, they released a list of calls that officers will not, will no longer respond to. Uh-oh. Okay? Now, could you imagine this? Now, this is uh, Asheville, North Carolina, so please stay your ass out of that town because the Asheville Police Department on Wednesday released a list of citizen calls that officers will no longer answer in response to an alarming number of officers who have left the force. Mm-hmm. Now, they lead the force that left the force. They probably left to go somewhere else because of whatever, racial issues, whatever, you know, because a lot of cops can just go work somewhere else. The release uh, stated that they, they said that 84 officers have quit since January 1st, 2020. Wow. So, here we go. As a result of the staffing crisis, several changes in officer response will go into effect immediately in order to improve response time for emergency calls made to 911. Okay. According to the police information officer, uh, what's that, uh, Christina Hastings is her last name. Okay. Officers with the Asheville Police Department will no longer respond to the following types of crimes. All right. Theft under $1,000, where there's no suspect information, this does not include stolen vehicles or guns. Now, theft under $1,000. <laughs> theft from a vehicle where there's no suspect information. So somebody breaking your car, there's no suspect, forget about it. I don't really call the police anyway. My window get busted. I just say, fuck it, get it fixed. They stole my laptop. What the hell? Anyway, minimal damage and or graffiti to property where there's no suspect information. Okay, so is they almost saying if you don't have a person there on the scene, you didn't see the person, got no information, and they spray graffiti on your property or your car, forget it. We're not coming out. They don't wow. use come out a lot anyway. Sometimes well, you wait I for guess, a cop you know, all they night. used to apparently, and now uh, they're saying don't don't even call us with yeah. that. Non life threatening harassing police calls does not include incidents that are related to domestic violence or stalking. Because domestic violence is one of the number one responses of the police. Okay. If you call the police for domestic violence, you're going to have five, six cars outside because they know how vicious relationships can be. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that they will get into that. Uh looks like fraud, scams, identity theft, not responding that either. Not even identity theft? Nope. Simple assaults that are uh, reported after they occurred, no suspect, not responding. Reports that do not require immediate police accidents as a broken window, 
by a baseball or something from a child busting your window, forget about it. We're not coming out. <laughs> All right, don't call us no more for funeral escorts or loss of property or fights with landlords, tenant-landlord tenant fights. Don't call us. We ain't coming out. Okay? Wow. <laughs> trespassing where the property <laughs> owner does not want to press charges. If you don't want trespass, you don't want to press charges. Don't, don't call, call us. us. In addition, noise complaints made under normal business hours or after hours may have significant delays in response, but they'll still come out. They're saying because they know that's probably black folks with a noise complaint, so they want the rest of the Negroes. <laughs> so they'll come out for that. If his rap music will be there in five minutes. Oh, anyway, man. victims. This, victims of the illicit crimes can use the police to citizen online reporting tool to file a police report. Okay, she said anyone uh, who does not have access to online can recall this particular number here, yada, 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 and have an officer respond when they are available, which could be maybe from 24 to 72 hours later. Or whenever. Yeah, so that's that's the deal in Asheville, North Carolina, so... Wow. So if you're going to North Carolina and you see the sign Asheville, step on the gas. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> Woo. No, no, you better, either it's easy to commit a crime or you just, like you say, you just better keep moving. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, at least they told people. Okay. Letting you know up front. But that's a lot. I mean, so what is the police department going to do? Go to 7-Eleven and just eat donuts all day? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. What are they going to do with their time? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, well, that ain't my neck. That's not my neck of the woods, no way. So yeah. They can have all that. <laughs> but you know what? Asheville's really in the mountains. It's a beautiful place. It's like, uh, I believe it's an Indian reservation um, territory, and it's in the mountains. So um, I don't think too much is going on, but uh, you never know. Mm. Not anymore. All right, I got the next one. And yeah, it's not. Uh uh-uh. Um, Convicted killer's family raises thousands for Kentucky governor before pardon. Really? Um, and Patrick Baker, who was convicted in, in Kentucky in, uh, of killing a man in front of his children during a home invasion. Um, this happened in 2017. Months later, he received a pardon after his family held a fundraiser for the state governor. So wow. now in 2021, Baker finds himself back in cuffs for the same crime as federal officers charged him in connection to the killing. So in 2014, Baker and co-defendant posed as law enforcement to force their way into the home of Donald Mills. Um, the duo fought with Mills before shooting and killing him. The victim's wife and children were home at the time of the shooting. Baker and the co-defendant restrained the wife, took various items, and fled the home. Um, so wow. in 2017, Kentucky judge sentenced Baker to 19 years of prison um, because of this. That's, that's kind of excessive, but, I mean, you know, they have different laws in different states. Um, there were calls for Baker's release from prison, Members of Baker's family held a fundraiser uh, for the governor, Matt Bevin. The fundraiser raised $21,500 to help campaign debt. Um, and Baker's brother and sister-in-law also gave 
2019, on his way out of office, Bevin issued hundreds of pardons, including one for Baker. The suspect had only served two years behind bars, but a sentence was commuted and Baker was released. The co-defendant remained behind bars. It sounds like he knew um, this, this guy. The, the governor knew him. Um, the it sounds like that money. And, right. The money, I'm sorry. The I money was saying was, it sounds like that money is what helped him get out. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? The uh, governor might have been, um, you know, might agree with his palms too. Mm. So, interesting. Baker was booked into the um, Laurel Correctional Center outside of London, Kentucky, on May 31st and is being held without bail. He made his first court appearance on June 1st and pleaded not guilty to the charges. His trial is currently set for later this summer. So know, let me. Crazy. I'm just trying to make sure I understood this. So his family put together a fundraiser for the governor, and they raised over twenty thousand dollars. Gave that money right. to the governor, and then the governor commuted the sentence for this guy. Right. A pardon. Pardon. Wow. There's a difference between oh, commuting pardon. and pardon. Okay, yeah. pardon him. Yeah, pardon pardon. means yeah. done. Done. Yeah, I'm thinking that fundraiser had a lot to do with yeah, that. Yeah, but $20,000, is that all the damn governor was worth? Shit. I was going to say, that's it. I mean, I, people, people raise $100,000 and something like that. I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. This yeah. man killed, killed what, the husband, the wife, in front of the children? It sounded like it was a brutal, gruesome murder. Where, where does that happen? How did he get pardoned? It, is this another it, North it Carolina was, move? <laughs> Kentucky? No, Kentucky. No, it, oh. it was a robbery. Um, yeah. So said, robbery, you know, two, two I just guys. think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think our listeners should, you know, if you're looking to relocate and stuff, you know, listen to the show, you know, and, and check, you know, yep. check the list of places we talk about yeah. where they're doing some crazy yep. stuff. So you will know where not, not to go. Not go to so Kentucky right that, now and, and don't go to Asheville, North Carolina. That's two two places. I'm just saying, it's just there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of rules. I mean, when when I get down to this, uh, what's popping? I'm gonna get deep with some stuff too that uh, just happened today. That's you know, it's a mess. I mean, it's it's some stuff going on. It's vicious. But you know, I just think that we shouldn't worry about it because all things in their time, and this too will come to pass, and and everything good will always outdo evil. But evil is always going to have its 15 minutes of fame. So if he can stand oh, through sure. it, because oh, it's, this lady Mar- Marjorie Green and and the other guy, uh, what's the name? Gets the yeah. the guy messes with a young Gates. girl. Matt mm-hmm. Gates, you know, he act like he's so powerful he can't get laid. Give me a break. You couldn't even mm-hmm. get you. You can't even push up on some coochie, and you mm-hmm. acting like you the shit. Get the hell out of here with that. And Marjorie Green, she just she's just she's crazy. She's just sick in the damn head, straight yeah. up. And I'm not saying that to be boasting about anybody, but how do you become a congressperson when you're that damn crazy? I don't, I don't understand. This stuff is rigged. How does she even become a? Yes, it is. Damn, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get a good job somewhere. I'm trying to get a job paying about fifteen dollars an hour. Not to mention become a congressperson. Lord have mercy. I'm in the wrong profession. Yeah. I need to put some 
some damn signs in the grass and shit and say vote for my ass. I hear you. Mm. Wow. Anyway, let's move all on. All right, all right. Like like Red Wine says, hit him and quit him. Okay. Hit him and yeah. quit him. Go ahead. All right. Um, speaking of nuisance, that that man sounded like a nuisance to society. But anyway, uh, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, says you should avoid eating cicadas if you have cicadas in your area. You should avoid eating them if you are allergic to seafood. So it says cicadas might seem like a crispy protein-packed snack. And for those who aren't familiar with cicadas, those are those bugs that live underground and come out every 17 years. Uh, But the FDA says that they're a protein-packed snack, but people with seafood allergies should think twice about eating them. Uh, The FDA posted on Twitter uh, Wednesday, they said, we have to say it, don't eat hashtag cicadas if you're allergic to seafood because these insects share a family relation to shrimp and lobsters. So if you're allergic to seafood, please don't eat those bugs. Um, if you're if you haven't heard them, if you haven't seen it on the news, they're very loud. They they are loud breeders. These things breed all day and all night until I guess they just wear themselves out and go back underground. Um like I said, they come out every 17 years, and right now they're all centered around Pennsylvania, northern Virginia, Indiana, and eastern Tennessee. So if you're out in the Midwest and the West Coast, you will not be bothered by these loud, funny-looking bugs. So that was really what they wanted people to know, that they are you know, kind of related to shellfish like shrimp and lobsters. So if you have a shellfish allergy and you were thinking of getting adventurous and trying to prepare them in some kind of way, I would not be the one for that. Mm-hmm. But for those who are into that, if you got shellfish allergies, leave them alone. That's if you're into I'm it, come to the crib. I got like 500 in the backyard oh dead, landing in the driveway dead. I'll yeah, give you a whole They're everywhere. Food. But anyway, I, I just don't understand these. I, I just don't understand these TV people. Why are you eating cicadas on TV? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, are you trying to build up your ratings, or what the hell are you yeah. doing? Fox Five, mm-hmm. the two women ate some cicadas, and then the guy on Channel Seven, he ate um, between two pieces of bread. What the <laughs> hell are y'all doing? Yeah, <laughs> people are just—I don't know—they just. They're all trying to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. Ratings and okay. you know, I mean, it just uh, I guess the producers of the sec- of the particular thing must love it, but they're not doing the eating. They're different. They're weathermen and all of them. There, uh, it's just crazy. And they're the ugliest little bugs you ever want to see. Yeah. The wings and the they're just a mess. They make red, noise. Big old red eyes. The eyes are blood red. Yeah. It's crazy. Big you know? red crazy. beady eyes. Yeah. So people out in California, you may not know what we're talking about, but uh, they're but, horrible. Uh, <laughs> and they fly. They fly. They have big mm. wings. And they fly into the windshield, and they're out there now. They're, yeah. If and, you're driving yeah. around in the areas where they are, they're flying into your windshield. You yeah. can't have make a lot of noise. Make a lot of noise all yeah. day. You hear. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they the don't more fight, trees, the more trees just, and stuff. Crazy. The more trees it is, I think probably out there, because out in California, they got like, what, 
Fake me out palm trees or something? What they got they probably there? got about three or four trees. Because <laughs> when people come in, when people come in, you know, to visit from California, for, oh my God, all these, all this greenery, oh my God, what do you got up there? Cement heaven? I mean, what, what's up the joint? So anyway, I think they don't like palm trees. But anyway, we're moving on. Uh, back to you, Papa Didi. What's really? going on? Uh, yeah, this guy here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working my ass off tonight. Uh, Bob Baffert uh, he gets two years Churchill, Churchill down suspension over Kentucky Derby scandal. Uh-huh. See now, anything is anything is legit until you get caught. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, his name is Bob Baffert. He's a guy when you look at the Kentucky Derby or the uh, Preakness or the uh, what's the other one called. Triple Crown? Triple Crown is what it's called when a horse wins all three. Uh, Churchill Downs, uh, Kentucky Derby, Preakness, whatever. But anyway, the guy is always winning is the guy with the white hair and the glasses. He got this distinguished white hair, you know, distinguished glasses he wears. He looks all discreet, always wearing dark glasses. But come to find out, this man has been scandalous with his horses with steroids, okay? And he just won the Kentucky Derby not long ago. So anyway, Bob Baffert has been banned from the racetrack where his horses have won the uh, first leg of the Triple Crown um, seven times. Mm. So he's always won the first leg, but it's three legs to win a Triple Crown, so I call it Triple. Anyway, Churchill Downs announced Wednesday has issued a two-year suspension to the Hall of Fame trainer. All right, after uh, Baffert's Kentucky Derby win, um, uh, Medina Spirit had a failed drug, te- drug test confirmed and uh that's the horse's name yeah and the name of the drug was uh bet tamaris bet tamaristone or something like that bet tamaristone the ban would mean that buffett uh and any trainers employed by him will not be able to enter horses for the next two years in a kentucky derby or any of the other two races so um medina spirit could also be disqualified for the 21 2021 uh Kentucky Derby win, which he uh, just won recently. So it's a, it's a big deal. I mean, this guy, he was always a distinguished guy. Whenever you look at the Kentucky Derby or any of these races, he had the white hair, always distinguished-looking guy, always won all the time. But they always say when you're cheating your ass off, you know, and you get caught, you act all surprised, but you've been cheating the whole time, you and know. He was surprised he got caught. Exactly, pretty much. And I'm glad that he did get cooled out because, you know, we, we you know, here's another thing where, where there's no participation of mi- minorities. They don't even use black jockeys. I mean, you know, it's all blacks are just excluded from the whole situation, you know, and the people have been there so privileged for so long that they've just taken advantage of the whole situation. How do you box people out for years? A whole whole race of people can't even participate. But then the people that participating become crooked as hell, you know? It just now says, well, damn, you didn't let us in, and you were fucked up the whole time. You know what I mean? It kind of gets to that particular situation there where you, you're saying, damn, how, you know, what was up with that? You know what I mean? And that's how people are thinking 30, 40 years later after they gotten all old and gray and had to give up their profession of, of loving horses and, and teaching their children to like, like horses because they didn't have access to the to the uh, Churchill Downs. So what was his punishment now? 
two years uh, two years banned from the uh, suspended from the whole situation. So what he about the go. money that the horse won? Well, that's already you know that's in the mix. He can lose. They didn't say anything about him losing the race, uh, taking taking the win away from him. But any monies that's been transferred, and that's already gone. You ain't. Mm-hmm. Anybody giving that back? I'd have made him give it back. That's a done deal. Uh, okay, you know. we'll move on. Yeah, I'm putting him on the kitchen. But you know what? This, I know that's right. But this guy takes us out. This guy, he won a record seven Kentucky Derby. Now seven is not a good number sometimes. Because remember the um, the biker uh, Lance Armstrong? He won seven times in a row. Uh, oh yeah. Come on, man. Really? And he won seven Kentucky Derby, seven Preakness Stakes, and three Belmont Stakes, and three Kentucky Oaks. So, I mean, hey, sometimes when you're winning too much, ain't good. So, anyway, you live and learn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyway, so we're moving All right, on. I got the next one here. All right, uh, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. Wow, two powerhouses are teaming up to build a $1 billion next-generation nuclear reaction in Wyoming. Why Wyoming? I'm not sure. Um, The billionaire friends are set to build a $1 billion next-generation nuclear reactor in Wyoming. Um, Gates Company, Terra Power, and Buffett Power Company, Pacific Corp. Really? said in a press release that they had selected Wyoming for the first reactor project called Natrium at the site of an old coal plant. The nuclear reactor would uh, be able to produce 500 megawatts of power during peak demand. Um, so Terra Power and Pacific Corp, uh, adding that this would be enough energy to power about 400,000 homes. Wow. Interesting. Um Advanced nuclear reactions such as natrium are carbon-free power sources that could supplement wind and solar sources. They're considered more eco-friendly than traditional nuclear reactors. Uh, advanced nuclear reactors have similar designs that are easier to build, more fuel-efficient, cheaper, and safer than regular reactors. Interesting. The two companies said they would announce their uh, exact site of the natrium reactor um, into 2021. So okay. That's their projected price, $1 billion. Um, hmm. Check this out. Terra Power was founded by Bill Gates 15 years ago. Received $80 million in initial, uh, initial funding from the U.S. Department of Energy. And, uh, wow, interesting. So it's going to be interesting to see these two powerhouses get together. Yeah, big yeah. money and bigger yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite sure this is one of the first um, to come, and there's going to be more to come after that. Because yeah. I, I guess people are tired of relying on, um, you know, different companies. So they said, okay, we got the money, let's um, put it to some use, I guess. Okay, we'll see what they do with it. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm going to give you this last one real quick. NASA, we were talking about space earlier, NASA has picked two missions to explore. One is Venus and the other one, uh, well, they were saying two missions to explore Venus, which is the first in decades. Uh, They just decided this on the morning of June the 2nd. 
uh, rumors began swirling that NASA was about to announce their latest choices for interplanetary missions, selecting the long-awaited winners of the agency's competition for new spacecraft and its relatively low-priced discovery exploration program. I wonder how low is low-priced. So four contending teams waited for the results, and uh, let's see, one was hoping to get a mission to Jupiter's hypervolcanic moon. My goodness, they are really stretching out. Another team wanted to go to Triton, uh, another one to the moons of Neptune, and the other two wanted to go to Venus. So at a press conference led by NASA, uh, let's see, Bill, ne Bill Nelson uh, gave the announcement after a long preamble finally made the announcement that they are exploring plans for Mars and Earth's moon and an expected, unexpected cameo by um, William Shatner. Remember him from Star Trek? Captain Kirk. So he was there. Uh, so it looks like they're planning to go to Venus. Well, they had wanted to go to Venus, but I'm trying to see, like, well, so what did they decide? It says, for the first time in three decades, NASA had chosen to go back to Venus, not once but twice. Uh, Veritas, which is an, an abbreviation for Venus Emissivity Radio Science, et cetera, et cetera, is going to orbit the planet, study the surface. surface. Uh, they're trying to, you know, get information about what's there on the planet, cloud-shrouded surface, and if all goes according to plan, both missions should launch before the end of the decade. So they're doing all this announcement for what they're going to do by the end of the decade. I guess NASA takes their time about these things. <laughs> so, so we'll see what happens. But it looks like they're going to Venus. They've got two trips that they're planning. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. And you guys ready to go to Venus? <laughs> nope. Not at all. Not at all. I'll tell you what I'm ready for. I'm ready for the cocktail okay. of the week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm ready for. All right. I'm going to see if I can get through this, but this is a very interesting cocktail. It has um, quite a bit of layers to it. Um it's um, some rum that I've never heard of in Vermouth. Uh All right. It's called the One Last Midnight. One Last Midnight is a spirit-forward drink created by Megan Dorman. She was a bar director of Dear Irving in New York City. She employs aged Venezuelan rum and two Italian sweet vermouth. One rich and lush, one more bitter and nearly era-like. And the drink also sees strips of smoky Isaiah scotch and a pinch of coffee and food salt. I've never heard of that. That's interesting. So, um, the ingredients. The uh, Islay scotch spritz. Two ounces of the um, Diplomatico Mantono rum. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, one and a half ounces of the um, Cochi Torino Vermouth, which is a sweet vermouth from Italy. A half an ounce of the Vicante Mess, 
That's another type of vermouth. And one pinch of coffee-infused salt. So we're going to put the spritz, the scotch, into a wax glass. Add the rum, sweet vermouth, fruit e-mint, a punt e-mint, and coffee-infused salt into um, the glass with one large ice cube and stir gently to combine. And that is called the one last mystery. Very wow. interesting. And this particular rum, the Diplomatico rum, is uh, notes of uh, baked banana flavor with the notes of fudge, toffee, and vanilla oak. Mingling hmm. well with gingerbread and orange zest. Interesting. Um, Never heard of that. Yeah, uh, vermouth. I haven't either. This Kochi uh, vermouth, the Tornio, um, that is a sweet vermouth from Italy. So, hmm. I mean, it'll be on our website. So, um, just do your research. Check out these different um, vermouths um, and the um, rum. So, yeah, all good. Okay. One last midnight. Yeah. All right. Enjoy. All right. Well, thank you, Kettle. The cocktail of the week is brought You're to welcome. you by DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. All righty. We're going to kick it over to Papa Didi. Papa Didi, what's popping? Oh, man. There's so much going on. You don't even know what to even choose anymore today. Um saw some of the day where Trump was kind of peed off with. Um, What's that boy's name? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, yeah, yeah from Facebook. And, and Trump's response to that was like, since he, you know, kicked him out for two years, Trump comes back and says one of the most lamest, childish statements you can ever put out. And I'm just speaking on just behavior. I mean, this what I'm saying is not politically motivated at all because. I'll give anybody a chance that just keeps trying to chop it to bit to please everyone that they can, especially if you're in politics. I mean, if you're only focusing on the people that you think has voted for you, then you're only looking at the world from one side. You're not even seeing the whole aspect. And you have to care at some point because we're all in this together, you know, because like the saying goes, if somebody drops a a nuclear weapon, we're all going to put our head between our legs and kiss our asses goodbye. So there's nobody excluded from the inevitable. So that being said, Trump says today about Zuckerberg that the fact that he got me two years when I get back in the White House, okay, so which goes to show you how he's preempting what he think he's going to do. And my with my 75 million voters out there. He's still using that 75 million number that he feels like he just got locked up. You know, I'm going to get deep on that a little bit too, but here's the deal. He says no longer will I invite him to the White House, him and his wife, so they can have food of their choice and sit down and eat dinner at the White House. Everything between me and him will be strictly business when I get back in the White House. Now, why would you say something like that? First of all, nobody even cares about you not even being president no more. People care about you not being president about as much as they care about Barack Obama not being president no more. You're not even relevant. Barack Obama's not relevant as president. 
He's not George Bush. Uh, Jimmy Carter. What's the other dude's name living? You know, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. They're not relevant as president, just like you. The minute that you fly away on January 20th, and you should be thankful that Biden let you use Air Force One one more time to take your ass down to Florida because you supposed to went back to New York. And that's where you started from. I've never seen somebody that comes out of somewhere, but at the end of the day, don't go back to where they came from. Damn. Okay? Same about you shot yourself in the foot as far as New York is concerned. You done flew your ass to Florida and got inside some kind of golf hole, built a big-ass golf hole and went inside of it. Now, getting down to Mar-a-Lago, like I said, which is the, the uh, Republican National Bank is what that is. Okay? Now, this is why everybody's acting crazy in the Republican Party, because, see, Trump holds all the money. That so-called uh, contribution they got going on, the Republican Action uh, Contribution Plan, mm-hmm. where they've raised almost $500 million, all that stuff is going down to Mar-a-Lago, and where he has probably offices of, you know, yeah, I remember, remember movies where they, remember New Jack City? When they was doing that uh, cocaine in the office, and all the girls was butt-ass naked. And they were like, I don't know if you remember that scene or not. But uh, different shows they had with different drug dealers show that the, mm-hmm. the the ladies in there that are bagging up the, the, the dope and everything are butt-naked so they can't steal nothing. And I'm sure Trump has is not maybe so extravagant like that. But Trump's got the same thing going on down, down in Mar-a-Lago. There's no way that Mar-a-Lago, if I'm saying it right, can be a simple place. That place has got to be fortified with everything Trump needs in order for him to build his empire because he's going to try to come back in 2024 strong. And I also think he's one behind all these different cyber attacks. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, because for him to sit back and watch the uh, Capitol be being uh, bombed, like, I mean, not bombed, but taken over like it was, he didn't call the National Guard or call nobody off, and everybody was down there with a Trump sign. He just got off on that because he had just lost the election, so he was pissed off. I mean, I never met a person that has such a a small mentality, but when you get older like that, you get a little crazy. So Trump is no exception to anything when it comes to being a little crazy after all these years. That man's been around since the Mike Tyson fights at the Trump Tower and. Atlantic City, he's been around with all kind of crap, trying to get in the NFL, trying to get in the USFL years ago, hotels, all kind of crap he's been. That man been around for a long time and a bunch of scandalous stuff for a long time. Trump has literally lost his mind. And now he's got all these Republicans in D.C. kissing his ass. And he's an old, crazy-ass man that has lost his way. And they're following him like, uh, like the Pied Piper. Because he got all the money. He got all, he got 75 million people, you know, white people mostly, sending him money on a monthly, daily basis to their website. And he's telling all the Republicans, come down to Mar-a-Lago, pick up your money. You ain't got to do no more campaigning because we got all the money going to one place. That's why they call it the, the, the Trump, uh, what do they call it, the Trump uh, Republican, the uh, Trump Party, the Republican Trump Party. Because Trump got all the money. The party of Trump. The party of Trump. He's got all the money. He don't have the brains, the ingenuity, the common sense, the learning sense 
the ingenuity to be a decent person, but these people are led by money. That's their M.O. I mean, look at Ted Cruz with his crazy ass. Look at the other boy from South Carolina. What's his name? Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham with his crazy ass. And then the other guy that's leading the, uh, that, that leads the, uh, the, the Congress people on the Republican side. Mitch McConnell? No, no, not Mitch is the senator, the, the Congress guy. It's always kissing Trump's ass. Oh, Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy, Lord have mercy. He's the lead rat when it comes to being the Pied Piper. And they're all being, they're, they're not, they're following an idiot. I mean, when, if something happens to Trump, God forbid, that whole empire is going to crumble because it's not properly led. I mean, you want to lead some people, you got to look back at Martin Luther King and Gandhi. People that led people that were faithful to them, loyal, without cause, you know, just because they wanted to be, to boycott a bus system and just shut the bus system down. Trump ain't got that kind of power. He talks about threatening it. Ah, they gonna do that. Ah, ain't no way to run nothing. How many men talk like that and they wife just walked out on their ass? Give me a break, man. That all that rough, arrogant alpha male shit. That shit that went out with the Charles. Anyway, that's all I got to say on all that. All right. Out with the Charleston, huh? We're going to do We're going to drop the mic tonight. I tell you. It ain't going to last. I'm telling you right now. We done seen other things for. Look at Tammy, Tammy Faye Baker and her husband. Remember that? Yeah, they were riding high for a minute. And what about the one that took over? Falwell. And oh, yeah, yeah. Now his it. son just... What about his son recently shot his ass in the foot? Had his daddy died, he took over, and then he shot himself in the foot. And it's just, I mean, wow. evangelists, everybody, it's a telltale situation of people that are arrogant, stupid, and ignorant thinking they got power. If you gotta have, you got to have power, you got to, first of all, have brains, ingenuity, common sense, love, and devotion. You can't be full of bullshit. That ain't going to last. Anyway. All right, now. That was right. part two. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm getting off all that. Take a break. <laughs> you know, uh, we can, we can lighten it up. Yeah, we can take a break. You know, uh, y'all had me doing four or five different segments tonight. I need to. Oh my goodness. Wet my whistle. Oh, now he's he's he worn out now. All yeah, right, we'll take reboot. a quick break. All right, we'll do that. We'll take a quick break, and we're coming back with the weird news on the other side of the break on the Pajama Party Show. You sweet Ben Rouge. This is Red Wine, and if you haven't heard of the Pajama Party Show, you have been missing out. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, what's poppin' with Papa Didi, weird news, and I'm just saying with me, living for the city with Papa Didi, and the Hollywood wrap-up with Kettle, the cocktail of the week, my favorite, and the world-famous Kiss It List, and of course, the last word. We serve it up every week on A Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern at 914-803-4306, or you can listen live online at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at A Pajama Party. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. Uh, we're, uh, I'm, uh, who am I? 
I am the Shah of Iran. Should I do the intro? I am a Papa DDM here with Kettle. Hello. And uh, Red Wine. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. All right, it's time to get weird. Y'all ready for this? All right, come on with it. Yep. Oh, boy. Well, let's see. My weird news tonight, let's see. We're going international to China. We got a herd of 15 wild elephants that walked 500 kilometers, which is 300 miles. That's a long walk. These elephants walked 300 miles from a nature preserve in China's mountains southwest. Wait a minute. In in the nature reserve in China's mountains southwest, were approaching the major city of Kuming on Wednesday as authorities were rushing, trying to keep them out of the populated areas. I guess they were just like marching like soldiers, and they didn't want them to come through the populated parts of the city. So Chinese wildlife authorities say that they don't know why the herd left the nature reserve last year uh, from a region that's known for where they grow tea. But the group of 16 animals, according to the government, they said two returned home and a baby was born during the walk. I guess they just up and relocated for whatever reason. Authorities tried to block traffic on the roads while the elephants were walking and crossing. They were setting up barriers and using food as bait, trying to keep them away from that main city of Kuming and other populated areas. Um, a different Asian elephant experts said the incident was the longest distance migration of wild elephants ever recorded in China. Uh, they said that it could have been that the leader lacked experience and led the whole group astray. So now they're blaming it on the leader of the elephant pack, of the elephant pack, saying that the leader led them, uh, led possibly led them astray. So there was a task force of 360 people with 76 cans and nine drones that were tracking the elephants. So last week, the elephants walked wandering the streets of a town called Ishan for six hours after residents were warned to stay indoors. I guess they didn't want people to get trampled or hurt by the elephants. I don't know. But they said damage was done by the elephants to farmland and they estimated the damage to be a little over a million dollars. So I guess, you know, with them moving through like that, they were stomping on stuff, and I don't know what they, I don't know. They said they did over a million dollars worth of damage. And they still don't know why the elephants just decided to leave the reserve. I guess they didn't want to be in a contained area anymore. They're wild elephants. They wanted to be free. Answering your own question. Yeah, seems simple enough to me. Those elephants said, all right, we're out of here. But you said a baby was born in the process. Yeah, a baby was born on that 300-mile walk. (laughs) They had time to stop and do what they don't do. (laughs) Well, you know, Mama was probably already with child, with elephant. Yeah, okay, okay. And then she went into labor. On the wall. The biblical version. You know okay, what? I ain't even going there. I'm just saying the elephant. 
Okay. Moving on. All right. I know that's right. All right. A man charged after confrontation over drone with sex toy. This is in New Mexico. Police arrested a, a and charged a man over a confrontation involving a drone equipped with a sex toy at a campaign event. Most, what? Multiple outlets reported on Thursday. Ryan was uh, charged with petty misdemeanor battery and misdemeanor resistance, evading or obstructing an officer. He said he never intended to hit Gonzalez, but was upset over a question. Gonzalez was answering. According to the police report, he did ball women. He did ball his fist and was just going to swing them through the air. Wait a minute. He was swinging what through the air? The drone? Uh Uh-oh. I think we lost cattle. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, she'll come back. All right. uh, Let's see. Papa Didi, what you have for us? Cattle's going to have to call back in and finish explaining that. That sounded really crazy. All right, looks like airline users. Uh, mm. Oh, wait a minute, she's back. Uh oh. You want me to see if I can get her back? Kevin, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Sorry about that. Oh, got, I got you. What do you have? Cricket? Okay. What service you got? <laughs> Don't try it, Papa. <laughs> no, it's the people up there in Mars and Venus. Effing with my damn phone. That's what the hell they doing. Okay. As I was saying, um, he said he never intended to hit Gonzalez, but was upset over a question. Gonzalez was answering. Um, he did ball his fist and was just going to swing them through the air and leave the premises. Gonzalez, who was a Democratic, oh, wow, Democratic uh, candidate in the mayor race, said in an um, Albuquerque Journal report on Wednesday that he believed Ryan was with several others when he spotted the flying drone. He says, it became so distracting from the sound and everything I couldn't uh, really get my point across. Gonzalez told Fox um, that he firmly believes that people should express their First Amendment right, but adds that if you um, commit a crime while doing it, you should go to jail. Okay. Oh, so, wait, now you said, okay, so the guy was flying a drone. Mm-hmm. And the drone. Yeah, the, the drone was on it. Right. Oh, I see now. Okay. Right. Okie dokie. And the guy was charged with a, with a petty misdemeanor because he, I guess he had the, I don't know if it was because of the drone or because of the sex story. said, I don't know. Uh, but it said it came so distracting from the sound of everything that he couldn't really get um, his point across. So he was mad that he got distracted because the man <laughs> flew a drone over with a sex toy. So shit, I don't crazy. This is why it's weird news. Yes, indeed. This is why it's the weird news. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so. All right. That's it. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's it, all right. All right, back to you, Papa Didi. I tell you, this. But see, this is why I love the weird news because to me they're just funny. They're weird, 
And it makes you wonder sometimes, like, what were they thinking? You know, people come out and do some crazy stuff. And usually it's not because they're trying to be funny. They do stuff and then it turns out to be funny, at least to other people. But mm. anyway, all right, what you got, Papa? I got um. airline uses a uh, wheel whacker. Does that mean weed whacker to keep rattles? Rattlesnakes and scorpions out of the plane? Okay. Enough is enough. They said uh, Qantas Airlines has had uh, had it with these snakes on their plane. So uh, with roughly a dozen of its uh, A380 jumbo jets being stored in the, uh, what's that, Mojave Desert? Mojave Desert. Oh, Mojave? While waiting for air travel to get back to normal. Okay, engineers at the Australian airline have had to deal with rattlesnakes and scorpions who are making those planes uh, wheel wells, tires, and brakes their homes. Oh, man. Okay. A most of the solution, engineers have come up uh, with to, to protect themselves by doing regular maintenance on these jets. It's uh, essential that a... Um, they need to use what's called a wheel wheel wrecker. The first thing you do before we unwrap the start, any ground inspectors on the gears and particularly walk around the aircraft stomping our feet and tapping the wheels with the wheel whacker. Wow. Which is, I don't even know what a wheel whacker is. To wake up, wake up and scare the snakes, said one of the managers of the airline. According to Hayward, these measures protect engineers from snakes alike. One of his planes uh, squalled back into action last week after being grounded for 290 days, and as a result of the pandemic, but after it took off, it had like 15 snakes on the plane. Oh, no. So mm-hmm. so they're kind of just making noise with the... So they're uh, whacking the wheels with Whacking something. the wheels, yeah. I don't know whether you... Maybe they had misprint. Remember you mean weed whacker? No, they call wheel them wheel whacker. whackers. They're whacking the wheels. Yeah, well. And what they're whacking wheels with, I don't know. I wouldn't have said this to the public, to be honest with you, though. Huh? Yeah, that definitely is not going to make me want to fly with them. Yeah, and you said no. scorpions, too? Scorpions and, and, and snakes. Oh, no. Because they're storing them in a the desert. And this is over in Australia. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's just so much in the world. So much when it comes to wildlife and, I mean, if you live in an area where, you know, stuff is tamed and everything is civilized, but some people live in some, whew, Yeah, they'll take over. Vicious Animals areas. and critters and things. Mm-hmm. But people want to live there. Mm-hmm. They want to go out to Montana and deal with the buffalo. That's out in the that. Mojave Desert? Mojave. Well, they can keep that, and and that's Qantas Airlines? Qantas Airlines. Okay, yeah, I won't be flying on that. No, thank you. Rattlesnakes and scorpions. No, thank you. I'm going to pass on that. All right, well, that wraps up the weird news. Okay, where are we? Up to you. Oh, okay, we're up to, I'm just saying. Take a break, you want to get into it? Oh, no, I'm ready to get into it. Turn you over to red wine for, uh, I'm just saying. Okay. Thank you so much, Papa Didi. All right, tonight 
this is something that it's not anything earth shattering, but I have a problem with this. So tonight my topic is why can't we know? Why can't we know? Now I just found out today actually that the first harvest of genetically modified salmon has been cleared for human consumption in the United States this week. Now, first of all, okay, first of all, I don't want any kind of modified salmon, period. Let them grow in the wild like God and nature intended. That's that's point number one. Now, several tons, tons of this modified salmon engineered by this company it's a biotech company called aqua bounty technologies incorporated several tons of this stuff is heading to restaurants and delivery dining services now my second issue with this is that the labeling on this salmon as being genetically engineered is not required in the midwest and along the east coast now that just makes me think, why is it not required that they label it so you know when you buy this stuff that this salmon has been genetically engineered? And why is it that it's not required only on the East Coast and in the Midwest? See, that makes me think that it must be required in other places where this stuff is, but not in the Midwest, not on the East Coast. What is up with that? I'm just saying, why can't we know? Don't you think that people have a right to know what they're eating? I mean, so far, there's only one company in Philadelphia who is carrying this modified salmon who says that they're going to let people know. They're going to label it themselves and let people know that this is genetically engineered salmon. And I just don't understand, like, why wouldn't... The, the manufacturers or the engineers of this stuff, why wouldn't they tell people and have the labels on this? I mean, it just seems like everybody's just keeping their mouth shut about it. The suppliers are keeping their mouth shut about it. And I'm trying to figure out why. Do you think that people aren't going to want it if they knew the truth? Or maybe you think people are going to be too afraid to eat it? Or maybe it's some other, I don't know, some other negative but I'm just saying, why can't we know? If the salmon suppliers thought it was cool to serve this stuff and sell it to us, then why not just be honest about it? I think it's because they just want to make more money faster, as usual. You know, most of these things come down to money. Now, these engineered salmon go to market. Um, well, to get to market, they have to be between 8 to 12 pounds each. And I'm talking about a whole fish. Not a salmon fillet. We're talking a whole fish. Whatever this process is that they're doing, these salmon get to market size twice as fast. Now, that to me is freaky. What are y'all doing to these fish that they grow to market size twice as fast as fish that just grow in the ocean in the wild? It just makes you wonder, like, what are y'all doing to them to make that happen? It makes me think about when they were adding all those hormones to to the cows, not thinking that the hormones that the cows ingest are going to be passed to the people who eat the cow meat. That should have been common sense. And then they were like, well, I don't know why these young girls are going into puberty at 9 and 10 years old. Really? You don't know? 
That should have been common sense, but I don't know what they're doing to these salmon for them to grow twice as fast. But shout out to companies like Kroger, Walmart, Costco, and Whole Foods who said that they do not and will not at this point carry any engineered or cloned or created in some other freaky way kinds of foods. And they said if they do in the future that they will make sure they are labeled so that you know that you're getting some kind of freaky food. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Rewind. Can I step in one second? No, you may not. Okay. Now, the company that engineers this salmon says that they're reducing the carbon footprint and that the water tanks that hold the salmon are much cleaner and the fish require less food so that they're healthier and there's less need for antibiotics and, you know, a bunch of other technical jargon that they're using to describe the process that they're doing. But I still have a problem with no requirement on the East Coast and the Midwest for these salmon to be labeled so we know what we're getting. I thought FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, had a requirement about labeling of foods, that you have to have the ingredients and stuff on there. So why does this not fall into the same requirement? I don't know. I'd be curious to see exactly where this fish is being sold. And I just want to make sure this stuff isn't being targeted to a specific group of people. And you know who you are. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, why can't we know? That's all I'm asking. Now you can add what you want to add. Well, what I didn't understand, not so much about your comment at all, but when you said that you applaud these places. I said shout out to them. Shout out, right. Well, shout out, applaud, you know, you're bringing attention to them for not doing something. But then in the same sentence you said if they decide. Do it. Yeah, they said at this time the they future. do not carry any of those products. Yeah, but but if if that's how you feel about it, then how can we not stick into your guns on how you feel? What is this shit about if we decide to do it in the future? Then what the hell are you trying to get props for, the, for not doing it now, but you plan on changing your mind in the future? Is that the kind of world we're living in now? Pretty much. We ain't falling for the bullshit, but in about two years we might fuck around fall for the bullshit if there's money in it. Yeah. I mean, in, in, but they said if we that. decide to fall for it, we will label the stuff and let you yeah, know that, what you get. You, I thought you was against it. I'm against it, period. Not me. you. I'm talking about the companies. They said they're against it right, right so, now. So where are you? Are you against it? Are you for it? Not you. I know. The what companies. You're Good question. That's that's not. And I go right into you know living for the city on that on that well, particular Well, wait, wait. Let me go to the phone, and then we'll switch back to living for the city. We're going to go to the caller. Caller, hello. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go ahead with your comment. Hello, caller. No. Okay, we're going to keep it moving again. We tried. All right. But uh, All right, so you want to go into living for the city? Yeah, I'm just saying that these are things we got to look out for when we read stuff. We got to read between the lines. Mm-hmm. We cannot praise a company for saying that they're not with something, and then for them to say, "Well, if we do decide, well, well, are you with it or not?" 
Because we got to deal with the people that's not into it. If we don't want the people that, that don't want to go for that, want to know what side to be on. But you can't take your favorite places and a couple years later they go ahead and change their mind and you still believe in this company and they feeding you bullshit now. Whether you label it or not, it's still bullshit. I agree with you. I mean, you know, I mean. I appreciate the fact that right now they're saying we don't sell freaky foods, genetically cloned, modified, engineered, none of that. But then they did turn around and say. But out of that side of your mouth talking shit does not make it. No, but that's We don't need to hear that. We don't need to go. I just report the news, and I'll tell you what I think about it. But we don't need to deal with people that are talking out of both sides of their mouth. You wouldn't do it from friends, family. Definitely don't do it from corporations. Either you dumping, either you dumping contaminated shit, or you're not. All right. If we do dump it, we make sure we put it in nice, strong, you know, nice tubs that are made out of steel. You're still dumping poisonous shit. You know, those are things we got to look out for, and I mean that sincerely going forward. Because, and, and I'll keep this short. Right now. I'm telling you, that whole fake me out Trump campaign, Bill Jokers is trying to come back in 2024 with something big that they consider big, okay? But as the saying goes, don't believe the hype because ignorance only has with so much intelligence. You know, let me repeat that again. Ignorance only has but so much intelligence. And them Jokers is all ignorant. They wear ties every day and got fresh haircuts, and that will always make people look suitable. A fresh haircut, a suit, you know, dressed like that will make you think that they're believable. But deep down inside, these jokers are all snakes. I mean, when you look at Ted Cruz, how can you even believe him just by looking at him? You know what I'm saying? He just looks a mess. Right. He just looks a mess, and he is a mess. But he's got so many layers and layers of bullshit in front of him that he can say anything. Anytime a person can go away during a tornado, hurricane situation, hop on a plane and go to Cancun, okay? Get busted for going to Cancun, sneak back in the country. Now he's in the airport, broad daylight, trying to sneak back in, act like he ain't talking to nobody. And then he's going to go to a convention a week later and make a joke about what he just did. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that about? How are we believing in you when you're a snake, you're a court snake, and now that you're a free snake, you're going to still bite somebody in the ass? When people had you already in a cage already, you was busted two weeks ago. But now you're going to come out like you're so fresh. Like, oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm at the convention now. Uh, yeah, well, I was, I, you know, Cancun's a lot better than Orlando because the convention was held in Orlando, that little RNC, whatever they called it. Yeah, well, uh, Cancun's a lot better than Orlando and everybody in the audience, ha, 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 Right. Laughing because they just as ignorant as his ass is. But all we got to do is just observe this. We don't have to take notice of how ignorant people are. We don't have to make a stink about it. Just make a little small note of it, okay? Because we the shit, so we know we cool. We know we straight. When your shit's together, you ain't got to make no noise. If my shit is right, I know it's right. I just step out. I ain't got to make no noise at all. I would never get a car that's too flashy 
I want flashy shit in my car to be on the inside, not the outside. I don't need the flashy rims. But when I get in there, I do like a nice interior. I do like some nice shit on my dashboard. You know what I mean? I do like my shit to run well, look nice, and be fabulous on the inside. I don't need all the fancy shit on the outside. But in closing, I'm just saying this whole situation with Trump trying to build up in 2024, for him to think that the world's going to be what it is today, three years from now, hell to the no. Things are going to change so drastically in the next two years between the world, the presidency, things that are going on, different people, Mitch McConnell, I'm sure he'll be gone by 24, you know, one way or another. You know, because you get old. You get old. There's nothing you can't do. Father Time is the, the winner and still champion. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, you can't beat Father Time. And all these old-ass Republicans, 70 years old or better, I mean, it's old, old to them. 70 is the, the new 40 for most people. For them motherfuckers, they look every bit of 90. But anyway... Just don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype because it ain't gonna. They ain't nobody gonna take over nothing. They ain't got the intellect for it. I'm gonna leave it at that. All right, Papa Didi has spoken. Well, you know. Whew, that's a good topic tonight. I tell you, we got it going on tonight. Yeah, don't, don't believe the hype. I, I just wanna. I just wanted to piggyback off of uh, Red Wine and he was saying. Who are these people targeting? It's interesting because what was the name of the company again? Aqua Bounty? Uh, yeah, something like that. Aqua, uh, if you look Aqua up the, Bounty, like, yeah. If you look up the people that manage this particular uh, site, um, they're of the white persuasion, so um, it's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Oh, who's supposed to be quote-unquote expert? It's all white. They're all white. So who yeah. who's to say they could not be targeting, uh, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like I said, you got one distributor in Philadelphia who's already buying this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we know it's a lot of our folk up in Philadelphia. And we got to stop falling for the crap, right. man. We don't. Just like, right. you know, and like I, I said, I'm not going to knock nobody. Homework. Mm-hmm. Do your homework. That's all. Do your homework. Do your homework. I'm just I, I I'm not talking about nobody else's stuff, but I wasn't fucking with Johnson and Johnson on that injection. That just wasn't me. I'm sorry. Right. Well. Anyway, we're gonna keep moving. Okay. Yeah, let's keep it moving. Um, let's personal though. Can we take a little short CC break? Yeah, you know you got. Oh, this is you next. I'm sorry. This is you next, Papa. Right. No, I'm done. I already did mine. I'm I'm, I'm all up in. Oh, we're down right. to the Hollywood wrap up. All right, we'll take a little that? short one. All right, thank you. Okay. You got to go choke the chicken? <laughs> we'll be back on the other side. <laughs> You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. 
Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for kettle and the Hollywood wrap-up. All right. Hollywood. Hollywood. Take it away. Take it away. All right. Check this out. Uh Oh, here we go. We'll join. Rick Ross will join Usher this summer in Las Vegas. Starting on June the 26th, Rick Ross, he has a residency in Las Vegas called Dre's Las Vegas. You can catch Rick Ross performing some of his hottest hits from his 15-year career. Um, Also, Usher, he's going to have a residency at Las Vegas as well, and that won't be until July. So, uh, hey, check it out. The Rick Ross himself, uh, Usher. There's going to be two separate, you know, residencies, uh, two separate shows, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, for Vegas to open their doors to different artists such as these two, uh, it's going to be interesting to see that. So we shall see. Yeah, so they're desperate um, now, huh? Okay. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't even say that. Um, our girl Tiffany Haddish, um, she's in, back in the news. She's adopting kids. She revealed she gave up her eggs for money when she was younger for cash. Um, that was, uh, you know, she'd been talking about that some time ago. But uh, Tiffany Haddish has finished her parenting classes to prepare her for adoption. So, uh, hey, she's 41. Wow. I thought she was up there. I thought she was still in her 30s. Um, 41-year-old actress, um, she's talking about adopting some children. Uh, she's still dating Common at this particular time, so um, it's going to be interesting to see. Hey, is Common, Common going to be a daddy? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Or what? Yeah, that should be interesting. But, you know, everybody knows Tiffany Haddish was uh, adopted herself. You know, she was an orphanage and everything like that. So um, it kind of comes full circle. Um, Jay-Z, Jay-Z's mom um, revealed his his, uh, mother was coming out. She came out uh, about two or three years ago. Uh, He never really questioned her sexuality, but um, he was on the, um, not Red Table Talk, but he was on the um, Talk with LeBron um, in the barbershop. I forgot the name of the the, 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 show, but he was talking to LeBron about, you know, she came out, I guess how he felt. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Hey, he, he yeah. produced a good one. She produced Jay-Z, so, so what the hell, you know. Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I know you guys have heard Monique. Monique, you've been talking, and she's trying to understand why do women wear bonnets, pajamas, and slippers? He goes on to say, when did we lose pride? Over the uh-uh. weekend on social media, she has been discussing this, um, her own personal views of women wearing head, scarves, slippers, and pajamas in public. 
goes on to say, I've been seeing it uh, not just at the airport. I've been seeing it in the store and the malls. We did not lose. Uh, when did we lose our pride in representing ourselves? When did we slip well, away? Of, Let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home. I'm like, okay. All right, Miss Monique. I guess she's trying to stay relevant. I guess, but um, <laughs> I guess she's just, she's just tired of looking at you know us women out there yeah. in pajamas and slippers, and I just don't understand it. But it's the whole fashion thing now. It seems like uh, I'm, I'm I'm just trying to understand. So, um, guys, well, I'm with her on that. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I am too. I just don't understand it. Uh, at least look halfway decent. Take that damn scarf off your head and put on some shoes, not no slippers. Wearing them damn pajamas. So that's, that's my take. Yeah. Um, I agree. Also, uh, yeah. Also, Jimmy Smith. He's going to get uh, a star, the Walk of Fame. Remember Jimmy Smith from uh, all the uh, TV shows he's done. Um, NYPD, and he's done numerous ones, but he's going to be on the Walk of Fame. So. Oh, okay. Good for him. And last but not least, it's National DJ Month um, this month. So check out your favorite DJ. Uh, and uh, that's it. On, uh, Hollywood Records. Okay. And I got one more for you on Tiffany Haddish. Uh-huh. I read, I think, yesterday that she is going to be playing Florence Joyner Griffith in an upcoming movie. Flo-Jo? I'm not sure if Flo-Jo? it's on. Yeah, she's playing Flojo. Wow. Yep. Tiffany Haddish, she's going to okay. play Flojo. I don't know if That's it's on Netflix or what it's on. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so look for that one coming up soon. Right. And also another um, note on the Hollywood uh, scene, uh, I found out um, that uh, they're going to do Girls Trip 2. They're working on the script name. So, uh, Regina, oh. Latifah, Gina Hall, Queen Latifah, Tiffany Haddish, and uh, um, Red Table Talk. <laughs> they're going to go around too. So. Yeah. Pink. Okay. So, probably. Probably, All right. Probably look for that next year sometime around the summertime. All right. Sounds good. All right. That gets us up to date for this week in entertainment news. Thank you, Cattle. We probably got to do it when the Essence Festival comes back. Oh, unless they go no, somewhere. they're trying to find a location. Yeah, they're trying to find a new location where they're going to do it. So that's going to be interesting. I, look, I, I oh. could see them in the mountains somewhere. That would be that would be really funny. So, oh, it's not gonna be in New Orleans. No, they're probably taking it to another venue. I think that shit back in New Orleans. Anyway, <laughs> been there, okay. done that. All right. Well, that takes us down to the kiss it list. All right. Is that time already? Oh. Yeah, it's that time. Okay. What's the kiss it list? That's the very body that uh, shot himself in the foot. Showed they butt, put Donald Trump and Mar Largo in the money pit. That's where all the money's buried. So you want a few dollars, go down to Mar Largo. Trump giving it out. Okay. The Republicans are lined up to go down there and get that money. 
All right. Also, I've got Bob, uh, what's his name, the horse doping man? Bob Baffert? Yeah, Bob Baffert. Yeah, put him on the kiss it list. And I had the NFL on the list as well for that whole race norming mm-hmm. situation. Blaming black folks in the whole damn NFL is yeah, black. Yeah, with weak brains or something. And everybody in the NFL is black. You take out the black NFL players and all you guys referees and coaches. Absolutely. Uh, who else do we have? Got uh, that guy, uh, Derek Chauvin, for trying to get probation. Oh, yeah. Like he broke a window playing baseball or some shit. And his lawyer. Yeah. Who else we got? Oh, you got the our Arizona Diamondback uh, broadcaster Bobby Brinkley. He uh, he said remarks over a guy. The guy had a you know a little wrap on his head underneath his baseball cap. He looked like he says, "Oh, it looks like the guy has a do rag under the ball." It's amazing how white folks who play so, so they play so sophisticated on one level, but they know everything about every black terminology that's out. You know, you go to karaoke and they get up and sing, I got big butts and a bob, and they know every word to that damn song. I'm like, what the fuck? How do y'all, in one world, but then you know all about another world, it's crazy. Anyway, and uh, let's see, people trying to start a trend on putting uh, mustard on watermelon. Damn, who's doing that? People online, I saw that. They're trying to make that a thing. I'm like, go somewhere and sit down. Yeah. Are you, you got the uh, Danny Ames. He was the uh, one of the president of operations for the Boston Celtics. He said he never heard of racism in Boston. Oh, please. And then he abruptly retired. So. <laughs> oh, oh, they're oh, the biggest racist. Please. Nah, Danny nah, Ames picked crazy. up that job a long time ago when he wasn't qualified or anything. He got that job as the big boss and been on it ever since. And now he's claiming that Boston... Well, if you're white, you're not going to see racism in Boston. Yeah. Try being black sure. in Boston. Try being black over the weekend yeah. in Boston. You have to be deaf, dumb, and blind. Anyway, move on. No, like Chris Rock said, he said people wouldn't be want to be him for one day, and he's rich. Yeah, that's he true. He said he wouldn't be want to be my black ass, and I'm rich. So, anyway. Uh, let's see here. Who else? Uh, where's behind yeah, the cyber attack? What's that? Did you get Trump? <laughs> oh, we always oh, get yeah. Trump. And who's behind these cyber attacks? They they cyber attacking the damn meat factory. What's that? Oh, just go to show you. I think I don't know. I'm I'm thinking personally that that Trump and his cronies got something to do with these cyber attacks, and they blame it on the Russians. But that's the way they sucking money out of out of people, man. They trying to stockpile all the money, rig all the boots. And stuff. If you got to win like that, then god damn, you a sore ass loser. Anyway. Anybody else? Nah, uh, that, that's. Well, we got a few other things, but we ain't got a lot of time left. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, that's it. Okay. That's everybody? You checking your list. Who else you got? No, not everything else is, you know. Alrighty. Well, we have a... Uh, Kettle, did you have any more? No, that was it. Oh, okay. 
and Trump one more time. And we have a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It. Listen, here is my empire. Kiss it list. Oh boy. What a week, what a week, what a show. Oh man, oh man. Well, we're down to the last word. We're gonna get our last word in and we're gonna get on up out of here. Oh boy, I guess I'll go first. My last word is shout out to Lynette Tichel. She's got a birthday coming up on Sunday. Happy birthday, Lynette Tichel. Do your thing. And uh, to all the other folks having a birthday this week, happy birthday to you. Uh, watch out for that engineered, genetically modified bullcrap salmon. If you see some salmon and you can't tell where it came from, it's probably that freaky fish. Don't eat it. Oh, that's, that's my last word. What's your last word, Papa Diddy? Uh, just uh, keep an eye on uh, what they're doing over there in mar Largo. You know, I can't emphasize it enough. They're building some kind of empire with a bunch of fake crony jokers. Keep an eye on it, but he ain't going to have 75 million people in two years because, shit, 20 million will be dead by then, probably. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's all I got. Just be safe. Bring your mask. Get vaccinated. All right. Kettle, what's your last word? Uh, my last word is I want to give a shout-out to our old listeners, new listeners. We appreciate you listening to us tonight from the East Coast to the West Coast to the North to the South. We appreciate you listening to uh, the original Pajama Party with uh, Cattle Papa DD and Red Wine. Um, hmm. I, I, I wanted to say something, but, hey, <laughs> I, guess, I guess the cat that caught my tongue, so... <laughs> Um, just uh, thank you for listening and like Papa Didi said just be safe out there you know people are constantly saying oh I got vaccinated so I don't need to stand six feet yes you do continue to wear your mask and stay six feet apart and uh, continue to wash your hands and let's just be safe you know that's all that's right let's just wash be your safe people. yep yep alrighty uh oh well <laughs> Don't go there. We're going to say goodnight and get on out of here. And we'll do it again next Friday. You can check us out on the Pajama Party website at apajamaparty.com. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Goodnight, everybody. He's saluting. Say goodnight, Kata. Goodnight. And bonsoir. Till next Friday night, we'll do it all over again. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. 
I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.